Thanks for pressing play on the Biz Talk 518 podcast. I'm Leo Quinn. My guest today is Sean Moody of Moody Blues Consulting, a strategic credit repair company based in Albany. Sean started out in corporate America, and I can't recall if he decided to leave or it was decided for him, but in any case, he's one of those brave souls who left corporate America, a, a quote-unquote safe, secure job, and put out his own shingle and is doing well. If you're in business for yourself and you're not getting the number of referrals and word of mouth you think you should be, visit our sponsor, thereferraldepartment.com. They can help. Now, Sean... Tell us about Moody Blues Consulting. We're a credit consulting practice and basically specialize in helping people either establish, build, maximize, or even repair consumer credit. And so we started the business in 2013, and it's been great. I'm very passionate about financial literacy in general, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of misconceptions around how credit works. And coming from the banking industry, um, you know, I actually worked for Bank of America for about nine years and was a, a casualty of the bank downsizing in 13. And that's when I decided okay. to take a take a month and a half off, figure out what I wanted to do. And I, I realized after a little over two decades in in, uh, in uh, retail, finance, marketing, I, I wanted to go out on my own. And so um, I started the company. So about seven years, it sounds like. Yes. Uh, it'll be my seven-year yeah. anniversary in September, yeah. Okay, have, have to have a party. Well, let's uh, hop into our DeLorean and let's hop into our DeLorean. And go back. Tell us where where were you born? So I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, right. And yeah, in Park Place. And uh, but uh, at age two, my family uh, moved to a small town in Long Island, New York, called Windanch, which is on the South Shore, basically right in the middle of the island. So that's really really where I grew up. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And what did your parents do? So my dad was, uh, he worked for the Long Island Railroad. He's, he's since retired. He worked there for 27 years, and he was everything from a conductor to an agent. Uh, he worked at the ticket office, so he, he had a number of roles, but he's, uh, like I said, since retired. And then my mother, <clears throat> who's no longer with us, uh, she worked as a switchboard operator uh, for a hospital um, okay. in Long Island. Many years. You have siblings? Yes, uh, one brother. He's uh, three years younger, and he's... He uh, lives in Long Island, and he also works for the Long Island Railroad, interestingly enough. Oh, wow. <laughs> so keep, keeping it in the family. Keeping it in the family, yeah. So you were a big brother. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. He, would, he, he wouldn't like to say that, but yeah, I am the big brother. <clears throat> All right. How about uh, what schools did you go to down there? Um, so I went to, for, for grade school, I went to uh, so Catholic school, St. Saint, Saint Joseph's. Um, and then for uh, high school, I went to St. John's. Both were in, uh, you know, Suffolk County, in, uh, mm-hmm. in in Long Island. Did you did you play sports when you were growing up? I did a little bit. Uh, I wasn't great, but I did play some sports. So I did JV basketball uh, for one year. Um, I also played soccer while I was in grade school. And then uh, my junior and senior year, I, I was uh, I did varsity track. I did long distance running. Okay. Were there any hobbies outside of school? Yeah, you know, I've always uh, loved music. Actually, I had a little stint as a as a DJ in my um, my mid to late teens uh, mm-hmm. for about four or five years, and um, I've also developed an affinity to for traveling, especially mm-hmm. uh, uh, Europe. Like like, like, I like Europe. Travel. I do. Okay. Um, 
How about, uh, do you remember when you were growing up, your very first job where you got a paycheck and you wondered what FICA was? Yes, I do. I worked at, my first job was at Wallbaum's Supermarket. Um, I don't, they don't have any here in the upstate New York, but uh, they were pretty popular in, uh, in Long Island uh, mm -hmm. in, the, in the 80s <clears throat> and uh, 90s. But anyway, at age 15, I was pushing carts. Okay. Uh, so I had to gather all the uh, the shopping carts in the parking lot. So, I was, you know, majority of my job was outside. And this is before they had those fancy uh, machines that, <laughs> they, you know, that, that assisted you to, to get the carts. So I was, and I, was right. I took great pride in that and um, did that for about uh, eight or nine months. And I was able to work my way inside the store to actually uh, stock shelves. And I had to juice aisle. <laughs> I was very now, so yeah. It was so busy that they could keep you busy all, all, for a whole shift just doing carts, huh? Oh, no question about it. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I would leave no – it was a pretty big um, parking lot as well and because um, mm -hmm. it, it was in a shopping plaza, so it wasn't uncommon where there were carts pretty much <laughs> throughout the whole oh. entire property. So, yeah, and um, over, the, over the course of a year, there probably weren't too many perfect days. You probably had too hot, too cold, too rainy. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of everything, yes. But I, but I took great pride in, in, in that job, and, uh, you know, the manager was um, – Probably one of my first mentors told me the importance of you know being on time and and uh, you know just uh, and I and I got my first taste of learning how to work with different people too from different okay. routes. That was pretty cool. All right. Now this is a question I don't include on the ones I send ahead of time. I'm just a fun question. Do you happen to remember what you got in your SATs? I I do. I got a ten 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 thirty. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. always a funny was, question. I, you know, we're thinking about doing it over again. I said, you know what? I don't want to. I didn't. I didn't. I was going to think about retaking it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you mentioned working at Bank of America. Was there a job before that? Yeah. So, um, so my background, I worked for KB Toys for about 13 years. Um, and then, so prior to getting hired from at the bank, I was working for a marketing and sales solution company called Mosaic. Um, their headquarters at the time was based out of Canada, and um, and then the U.S. home office was in Irving, Irving, Texas. But in any event, um, that was probably my favorite corporate job. And my role as a regional um, manager was I was in charge of a couple of different um, Fortune 500 accounts. One of the biggest ones we had was with Best Buy stores. So I don't know if you remember when Best Buy used to have the uh, the kiosks in the front of the store to sell the cell phones. Yeah, so sure. we actually helped. Yeah, we actually helped design a program where we would um, we designed a program where to, to help them um, improve their accessory sales because that's where most of the profit is, not the actual phones, but the accessories. And right. so we designed a program. We actually hired the talent and then managed the talent as well. And so um, I got the opportunity to do a lot of traveling um, around the country. I mean, my my territory was in the Northeast, but I did I did get an opportunity to travel. Uh, throughout the country, and then um, we also had a, a couple different cool accounts where I had a we had an account with Microsoft as an example. So I got a chance to go to the Microsoft's uh, campus there in Seattle, and uh, so yeah, it was a fun job. And then Bank of America hired me away in, in uh, April of 2013, and that's how I, I found my way to the capital region here in Albany. Oh, they moved you up here then? Yes. You didn't come voluntarily, necessarily. I did not come <laughs> voluntarily, no, no. <laughs> but you stayed. 
I did. So believe it or not, so I met my wife at the bank um, in in 13. And, you know, long story short, we started dating probably about two years after. And then we got married in 2011. And then I had my son um, in 2016. Or 15, excuse me, 2015. And uh, so I said, I guess I'm staying. Uh, was she an employee at the bank also? Yes, she was a she was a personal banker at the time in Clifton Park. Okay. And uh, I guess you could say, as cheesy as it sounds, love at first sight. And uh, like I said, it took about two years for us to start dating. We wanted to make sure there was no okay. you know conflicts, and she went to a different uh, line of business, so there was no conflict. And then, uh, yep, ended up getting married. I, I just think it's interesting that you know if you work as a teller at a bank. You know what the people in front of you have in the account, so it'd be great for dating. Hey, no. he's got a lot of money. She's got a lot of money in the account. Yeah, no question. It's a good way to kind of uh, vet your your potential suitors. Yes, Point. absolutely. <laughs> so you, how did you? So you're in banking. You're you get let go. You have a month and a half to think about things. How do you settle on helping people with their credit? Yeah. So. I knew that I wanted to – my personality is definitely geared towards a franchise model. Um, I'm the type of person that likes to – you know, you give me a, a plan or you give me the road, path, the road map, excuse me, and, and then, you know, I, I execute. And so I knew that I wanted to, uh, you know, explore the franchise models. Having said that, I didn't have millions of dollars to invest in, like, a McDonald's or anything like that. Right. And I literally, I literally stumbled – upon a uh, credit repair franchise out of Glendale, California, called Prime National Credit Repair. And it just so happened that the director of licensing was a former Bank of America executive. So uh, needless to say, we hit it off. And, um, you know, I was, I was intrigued around the business model and, you know, helping people with, uh, you know, with, with credit issues because, you know, the reality is life happens, whether it's, you know, bankruptcy, job loss, divorce, and, you know, the more research I did, the more, like I said, I was amazed around the lack of awareness around how credit works, myself included, coming from banking, and the lack of awareness from the, in the bank community as a whole. So, you know, I flew out to Glendale, California. I wanted to make sure, you know, the the organization, the way they did business was in alignment with, with the way I do business and my values. And, and um, long story short, um, within four months, I ended up buying the franchise and hit the ground running. How did you, I know how you got the Moody and Moody Blues? How did you decide on that spelling, B L U E Z? Well, I didn't want to get sued by the by the by the uh, the group. Uh, ah, yes. And okay. uh, although they're M O D Y, and um, yeah, so my wife actually, well, she'll tell you she came up with it. I, I think it's, <laughs> it's debatable. But um, yeah, we have we have a little tiki bar in the, in the back of our our home, and and uh, we always call it the blues, and so we came up with gotcha. someone as sort of a name for Moody, you know, for the for the company. We came Excellent. up with Moody Blues. How do you and, get uh, clients just, uh, now? Yeah, so I I get my my business is probably ninety five percent referral based, so mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of networking, and you know I've formed I've been able to form a lot of um, meaningful. Uh, relationships, strategic partnerships, if you will. So, mm-hmm. you know, my referrals come from banks, financial advisors. Um, the real estate industry is definitely huge. So, mortgage oh, yeah. loan officers, realtors. You know, these are these are these are um, 
strategic partners that work with clients where credit is is obviously paramount, especially looking to buy a house as an example. Um, right. So they, they they reach out to me, and, and uh, it's a win-win. I like to work in situations where it's a win-win, where you know I can help their their clients uh, be credit qualified to purchase a home. They're happy because they got their deal. They help their client, and then yeah. I'll see. So everyone's everyone's happy. So that's, that's not a. If a real estate agent comes to you with somebody who has some issues, it's not an instant process, though. It's, they're going to need some months to get things right. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I would say most clients usually fall into one or two buckets, one to three months or, or three to six months, depending on the severity of, of the, you know, the, the work that needs to be done as far as, you know, yeah. hey, did they, just file, did, did they just file bankruptcy last year or, you know, right. is it a pesky medical collection or that they've never right. paid a bill on Every case is different, and so some some are in the in the, in the program longer than others. Uh, but yeah. I will say we take a very strategic, uh, holistic re- approach. So while the credit repair is, is important, you know we also uh, make sure that we come up with a plan that the, that the client can understand. But the main thing being, look, you have to help me to help you, right? And so yeah, yeah. We show them how you know this how this how you responsibly use a credit card. You don't max it out. You got to pay on time. I actually taught a class on getting out of debt for 17 years through, oh, wow. continue, yeah, con- through continuing education programs throughout New York and Massachusetts. Um, I took a class back in November of 96 on how to get out of debt. And I was sitting in the class thinking, I could teach a class like this. I, I, I'm in debt. I have some funny stories about avoiding creditors. I could teach a class like this. So. I started doing that in January of 1997, and I was probably doing 20 to 25 different school districts every semester, just doing their adult ed at night, those type, you know, one one class, two hours long, and I did that from 97 to whatever 17 years after that is, 2014, 2015. So oh, I, wow. I have a familiarity with this business, and I would recommend, if you haven't done it yet, see if you can teach some local continuing ed classes. I'll send you the list of schools that I uh, that have continuing ed programs, and you can uh, decide if you want to go that way. It's a great lead generator for you. Uh, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it was funny. People would occasionally say to me, you know, most of the people who would take my class would be women, and uh, people would say, oh, it's a great way to meet women. And I'd say, yeah, but they're all in debt. <laughs> so I said, I, mean, I have to teach the rich widows class. And you know, there's actually a guy named Richard Widows. Uh, he has richwidows.com, so uh, he might be a financial planner. I can't remember, but um, you know, so I'm always interested in this topic and credit. And I was looking around Craigslist the other day for anything interesting, and I saw it's come it's come back this thing where people say you can get a brand new credit score in minutes. And oh, uh, of course, I did some research and found out it's just somehow you get a uh, I can't remember what they called it some nine digit number that resembles CPN, a CPN number CPN that's it CPN right yeah yeah well there's always there's always people out there that want to try to to uh peddle uh shortcuts and uh you know that's not my business model at all and, and yeah. oftentimes yeah. people get in a lot of trouble legal trouble so yep because if you, you, do you say it's your social security number and it's not you could have a problem that's right absolutely very good well um Tell us about your very first Open Moody Blues consultant. Tell, consulting. Tell us about your very first paying customer that didn't come from a friend or a referral. 
You remember? I did. Well, one of the first ones. Well, the first one did come from a referral. It was a. It was a, uh, it was a corporate lead, and it was a woman from Ohio, who uh, single mom looking to purchase a home, and we went back and forth. You know, we would, You know, I sent I sent her an email and emailed back. We tried to call, went back and forth, and we finally spoke. Um, I just knew that I was I was doing what I was supposed to be doing because we spoke for about 25 minutes, and I take a very empathetic position because like I said I don't care what tax bracket you're in you know life happens and yep. um, but anyway she was my first paying client that's the first very first paying client it probably took about uh, six days to close mm -hmm. and it was for $595 and and what the way I got paid was they had to send a check to corporate which was in Glendale California and then I got my commission from that wow. so it was uh, okay that was my first one um, as far as a self-sourced you know, the, yeah. when I um, when I started the business, the first thing I did was uh, well, first I joined BNI, which is Business Networking International. I don't know if you heard of them. They, they, the sure, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, to, to do quote unquote networking, and um, I met more people, and it really wasn't just through BNI. I mean, BNI was 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 definitely a a, um, a help, but I met more people in my first. Uh, year in business than I did the previous nine years working at the bank, and sure, it, sure. it pretty much just reinforced that I, I'd love to meet people from all different backgrounds and experiences, and uh, like problem solve. And so, um, you know, I made a lot of did a lot of coffee meetings. Did, did the circuit through you know Starbucks and and uh, Panera Bread and and you name it. <laughs> and uh, met with a lot of mortgage loan officers, realtors, and I got a. I, I, my first referral was from a from a, a mortgage loan officer. Again, someone looking to purchase a home, and uh, yeah, that was my first one that uh, I was able to close. Are you still in BNI? No. So now I'm actually uh, I was in BNI for about two and a half years, and now I am a member, actually a regional di regional director for a networking organization called Gold Star Referral Clubs. Sure. Uh, it was actually started by some former BNI executives in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they were looking to expand their footprint in the Northeast. Again, going back to my um, my mentality of like in the franchise model, even though it's not really a franchise, but I like to have you know, if if, if it's a proven model, why not run with that versus starting my own thing? And that's what I ended up right. doing. Since okay. going to four four clubs here in the um, in the capital region, so very right. very. very very proud of that, and that's another source. Excellent. Of, if you uh, send, if you send me a link, I'll include it in the show notes so people can take a look. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for our speed round. If you could have coffee uh -oh. with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? I had to really think about that. You know. So I, I you know, um, I would say President Obama. He seems like he's okay. a great speaker, and I'd probably learn something. Right. Um, Sade because she's my favorite singer, one of my okay. favorite R&B singers. Um, and then my grandfathers. I never got a chance to meet my grand on both sides of my family, my grandfathers. So okay. actually four people, but um, That's all right. unfortunately uh, never had the opportunity to meet them uh, right. while I was still here. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Any brushes with famous people in your life? Yeah, here and there. I, you know, I've... Um, I met with Steve Smith, was a former NBA uh, basketball player, uh, who played for Atlanta and um, Miami. I met him on vacation, just 
out and about out in Atlanta. I met a couple of hip hop artists just out and about. I don't know if you'd, re- you'd probably recognize the names like Black Thought from the Roots, who's now in that group. They, they're, they're the uh, the house band for the Tonight Show. Oh sure, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, and I've, I, you know I've met some of the uh, New York Yankees pitchers like El Duque at different events. But just, uh-huh. just you know, just to say that I just bump into somebody like you know on the street, not not yeah. that often. Yeah. All right. How about a podcast? Are you a listener? So interestingly enough, I I literally just started. Not even it's probably been about a month, a month and a half. So I've never been a podcast listener, and I was on Instagram and I kind of uh, stumbled upon uh, these gentlemen. Uh, the name of their podcast is A Million Dollars Worth of Game, and wow. one gentleman, one gentleman is a, a inspirational. Uh, speaker, a motivational speaker, if you will, and the other one's a former hip hop artist, and so uh, it's kind of intrigued because I follow them on Instagram, so I decided to check out the, the podcast, and they have one of the top rated podcasts in the country, so it's it's so it's interesting, so it's something different, to, yeah. uh, you know, to do in the car. Well, so I'm being an entrepreneur, podcast game. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, you can find a lot of great ones for entrepreneurs if you look around. So, uh, yeah, I think I think you find them helpful when you're driving in the car. Absolutely. How about how about in the area? Do you have a favorite restaurant? In the area here, I would probably say the, the New World Bistro. New um, World Bistro. Okay, that's a, been mentioned several times by guests. Okay, New yeah, World Bistro. Yeah, their their food's amazing, and it's a, it's a good ambiance too. Yeah. How about a favorite vacation spot? Hands down, I would say Rome, Italy. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah, and with a close second would be Amsterdam in the Netherlands, but uh, Rome, Italy, definitely is my favorite all vacation right. of all time. Yeah. How about a book that has influenced you in either your business or personal life? Uh, for the business, it was this book called uh, Perfect Credit by Lynette Calfani Cox. That was the first book that I read when I started my business, and it was uh, it was it was instrumental in kind of the approach I take when looking okay. at credit and um so that was really good and then I'm literally I'm literally just I'm I'm, I'm late but I'm literally just finishing up uh, richest man in Babylon okay uh, just which, which, that on my, yeah which can be summed up in you know very few words save 10% of your <laughs> income exactly <laughs> exactly. How many words is that? Ten percent of your income. Five words. The five-word uh, book review. Pay yourself. Pay yourself. Exactly. That's right. Pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. All right. How about a piece of advice that you received from someone that made an impression, either again business or personal? Yeah. Um, well, personal and business. My dad. You know, he was someone that uh, he he was at work all the time. Like I said, he worked for the Long Island Railroad and uh, worked his way way up through the organization, but, you know, basically work hard and be on time. I think I do well on the first part. The second part, I've got some work to do, and I can be <laughs> the be on time sure. part, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Good, um, good, good. Well, yeah, go ahead. I, 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 these are three or four that I don't include in the questions because they're fun. How about a most commonly used emoji? <coughs> most commonly used emoji. Probably, 
the, the crying emoji when you're laughing. The laughing okay. emoji. Yeah. That's a good one. How about a favorite movie? I've got two. It's, it's, it's a toss-up between Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Harrison Ford fan. Yes, big Harrison Ford fan. Big Star Wars fan, too. But yeah, those are the top two. How about a favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? As a kid, I used to watch The Odd Couple. I used to love that show. Oh. Oh. Uh, but as far as recent series, I would say The Wire, even though it's not on The Wire. Okay. Yeah. All right. And finally, Beatles or Rolling Stones? Hmm. I'd say Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Okay. The Stones. All right. Well, Sean, tell us how people find your business, uh, your your social media handles, website, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So they can find me on the web at Moody Blues Consulting. Dot com. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram as well. And I'm located at uh, 1540 Central Avenue uh, in Colony, up exit two, stones throw away from Colony Mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. So you actually have a, a lo- office location then, huh? I do, yes. Right. So you're, you're giving up on the Panera Bread meetings and all that fun stuff, huh? Oh, those days are done. <laughs> Those days. I mean, every now and then I'll meet you know, I'll meet strategic partners there. But as far as clients, unless the client actually requests that, I don't do it because you know. And you know, think about it. You know, they're talking about they're sharing private information, pretty sensitive information as well. Good point. So Good point. you know, they have talking in a loud Starbucks and people are like you know, sitting over each other. It's a little it's a little challenging. Right. So. Yes, I understand. I understand. Well, Sean, thanks so much for doing this to, for, with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.